0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Today's What's the Big Idea podcast is brought to you by CityWire South Africa. Make better investments. This big idea podcast focuses on tech, and I'm not talking about the FANG stocks because everybody knows about the FANG stocks. They've been the favorite of investors for a long time and with justification as well. Today, I'm speaking to Charlie Dutton, who's a portfolio manager in the Asia Pacific franchise at 91, currently based in Cape Town. I like tech, Charlie, but I also like to look beyond tech because it's a sector within an asset class that is evolving so rapidly. What do you like?
1: Thanks, Cincy. As you mentioned, we we actually don't own any of the the fang stocks, and and that's partly due to the the business models, but also the regulatory risk. And I think the the investigation of competition in digital markets, the Senate report, which has just come out, it's just the beginning of a a long salvo of of gunshots against that that sector. The areas we we actually like are more of the niche tech stocks, where we believe they've got absolute competitive pressures, absolute ability to, to command pricing control. And their stocks like Intuit or, or VeriSign or, or ASML, and, and each of those businesses are absolutely dominant in their area. Um, something like an ASML, we could start with. This is the business which which makes the machines for the semiconductor industry. So it is the EUV and DUV lithography maker uh, for TSMC for for Samsung. And without these machines, the, the semiconductor sector can't actually um, produce their, their, their chips. Now, what we like about a business like that is that they actually have you know, 95% market share of the high-end lithography machines. They've got an order book out to 2026. Uh, there's little regulatory risk around that type of business, uh, and that absolute clarity on what that business stands for is what we really find attractive.
0: And also the barriers to entry must be a key factor when you have a look at a stock like ASML because if a company has a 95% market share, then that means it's the best and other people haven't been able to penetrate that.
1: that absolutely spot on. I mean, it's basically you're talking 20 years of, of R&D in a particular area. Uh, and the the exciting thing here is that actually their, their biggest customers, TSMC and Samsung, are actually some of the biggest contributors to that R&D. And, and you've got a very interesting dynamic occurring there because uh, within the semiconductor industry at the high end um, you know, with Samsung uh, with regards memory and with TSMC with regards logic, they are fighting and, and striving to stay ahead of the Chinese and, and the competition which is coming through from the Chinese. And so they fought, therefore, they want the likes of ASML to continue investing and reinvesting at the very leading edge of technology so that they can continue advancing their semiconductor chips so that they can't get caught up by by their competition, which is primarily the Chinese.
0: What about tech in the Asia-Pacific region? Because we focus on the Fang stocks and it's concentrated in the United States of America. But outside of that, a very fast catch-up game is being played, in my layman's view. Yes, and I
1: think the interesting point here is that while the Fang stocks are now front and center of, of political debate in, in the U.S., and that's very much bipartisan debate as well, uh, in China in particular, Tencent and Alibaba are actually very aligned with, with Chinese government regulation. For a start, all data on Tencent and Alibaba by law has accessed by the government. The government there likes the fact that they've got two monster companies, which effectively control a large degree of the internet sector in, in China. That enables the government to also have control. Uh, they're also enablers of people within China in the sense that productivity is improving, access to finance is improving, access to, you know, to commerce and, and the growth of commerce is also improving. So Tencent and Alibaba are actually are very well positioned to, to grow alongside uh, the country as a whole. And as long as they don't get silly in terms of political ambitions, uh, then they're very well aligned to the Chinese government.
0: I spoke to an investment strategist today and he went through the risks of going into tech and he listed various very poignant points. Is there a risk when you have a look at various companies that are well established now because they rest on their laurels and they are potentially going to have their lunch eaten, if you know what I mean? And if so, do you are you cognizant of that? And choose companies like asml which you've already referenced and choose them because of the inability to penetrate their market
1: yeah i mean i, I think you're you're spot on and yeah, something like a a facebook as an example you know no, nobody had heard of tiktok three years ago yes. and suddenly you are going to have these these competitive threats which can come out of nowhere and because of the ability and the structure of the internet it, it means that actually a social media site can come out of nowhere if it fits the appetite of the user base. And what we like about something like an ASML is it actually requires a huge amount of capital to come in and try and compete on that basis, which is the capital that ASML has put in over the last 20 years. Whereas for some of these other tech companies, the the very structure of the internet means that they are vulnerable. And it's something we have to be very aware of. And and again, when you look on the Chinese tech side, don't forget that TikTok originally is owned by dance, a Chinese company, but the likes of of Meituan, uh, the likes of JD, the likes of VIP Shop. These are other businesses, or, or Pinduoduo, who have come out of nowhere in the last two or three years. And and if we're not absolutely front and center of looking at these competitive threats and seeing what sort of structure is in place to protect uh, the incumbents, uh, then those are businesses that we're not interested in.
0: Just in the last 45 seconds, if you would, Charlie, I want to create... A tech stock portfolio within my bigger portfolio. Where do I start? What would you start with for me?
1: So I think I would I would start, as I say, with those with those niche players, which are very difficult to uh, to copy, basically, or, or have got um, absolute competitive advantage. So the likes of uh, ASML, Verisign, Intuit. Um, I'd also look at uh, including uh, some Asian players, and I'd include the likes of Samsung, TSMC. Alibaba and
0: Tencent. Charlie, thank you very much for your time. That's Charlie Dutton, portfolio manager at Ninety One, currently based in Cape Town. That What's the Big Idea podcast was brought to you by Citywire South Africa. Make better investments. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors, and do not reflect the policy position